0: Four years ago, if we'd read that gospel, and tried to to kind of get into the mindset of this leper, this person who was declared to be unclean, who had to say that out loud. When he'd walk around the community, he would have to keep this long distance from everybody else, ringing a bell, calling out that he was unclean. We would have some sense of of that. We would be able to to kind of capture images that we might have seen in documentaries or from historical recreations. But we wouldn't have experienced that in the depths of who we are. But in March 2020, of course, all of that changed when we went into that first lockdown. And all of us experienced this deep sense of fear and anxiety. We didn't know if our neighbors were infected. We didn't know who was clean and unclean. And so we all went into our little houses and we kept ourselves locked away, isolated, separated. And even when we longed to be with someone who was sick, you know, there were so many stories at that time of people who were dying in nursing homes and in hospitals and no one could go to see them, and so often you saw those images of people standing behind glass windows, looking in at their relatives, just longing to be there, to touch them, just to experience that, that moment of being able to say goodbye, to offer that farewell, or even just that sense of, of our own family and friends, that we weren't able to go and to, to be with them, And we had to make do with video calls and we had to make do with watching the mass celebrated for us on our TV screens or mobile phones or or on our computers. We got a sense then of what it felt like to be unclean, what it felt like to be isolated and separated from the people that we loved. So I think this gospel suddenly begins to take on a different shape for us. When we hear this story, of this man who is just crying out for that sense of connection. He wants to be healed, yes, but above all, he wants Jesus to restore him to his family and friends, that he can finally be back with the people that he hasn't seen for who knows how long, how many years he's been separated and isolated. And that's his deepest longing, as it is for us, that longing that we might be in the presence of others. That we might be ourselves before others. Because we have lots of interactions in our lives. We have lots of encounters with other people. You know, we might talk to the, the person that's serving us the, the groceries or whatever those interactions. But we want something more than, how are you? Fine, thanks, how are you? We want that depth of that encounter, a place where I can just be myself. There's no more masks. All of the the BS detectors have, have been set aside. And we're simply able to be in that place of vulnerability, that place where we are known and loved for who we are, what's and all, sin and all, addictions and dysfunctions, and all of the things that, Cripple us and prevent us from experiencing that fullness of life. That in that space and in that place that we know that we're accepted. It's such a beautiful gift. Such a wonderful moment to to know that there are others who simply accept us. And churches are meant to be that. We're meant to be places where we're able to, to share with one another. Where people do feel safe to be themselves. But so often our churches have become places where we simply pretend like in every other sphere of our lives. We simply continue to present the best face. You know, We get dressed up in our best clothes and we continue to, to pretend that, yeah, everything's fine, everything's together, everything's Jim and Danny. But what would it be like if we could be in that place where the Lord could share that same vulnerability that he had with that man in the Gospel? We were just standing there. If you want to, you can kill me. And that Jesus would speak in the depths of who we are. And we would truly hear and listen to Jesus say, not just generically, Jesus doesn't say anything that's generic. And one of the reasons that the church always insists on reconciliation being personal, that direct encounter with the Lord through the ministry of the priest, is that Jesus doesn't forgive sins of the crowd. He heals the crowd. He feeds the crowd. But in terms of that forgiveness of sins, in every encounter in the Gospels, it's always one-on-one. It's always the person just being there in their vulnerability and Jesus reaching out his hand and healing them. And he will say the same to us today that he said to that man, of course, I want to. Of course, I want to. Of course, I want to be cured, be healed. Jesus is always offering that gift to us. Wherever we're hurting, wherever we've been wounded by life, wherever we grieve, Jesus is there for us. He's there to immediately offer that peace, that love, that tenderness. Whatever we didn't receive as children, whatever we missed when we were growing up, whatever hurts that we've experienced by the actions of another person, or the actions of ourselves, Jesus wants to bring peace and healing and new life to us today. So Jesus, I pray for this community. I pray that each of us might just know in the depths of of who we are, who you are, that we might make space for your love today, that you might indeed be there before us And that we would let you see us. And that we would let you love us. Jesus, you know where we hurt. You know those spaces and places in the depths of us that long for connection. That long to be released from the isolation that we've placed ourselves in. Jesus, I invite you now to come in this church of the Holy Spirit. I pray that Spirit, you will bring your mighty breath of new life, that you will restore and renew us, and that this voice of Jesus saying, of course, I want to be healed, that that will not be a vague message from the past, just strange words that we recite in church, but there will be words of truth that are spoken to us, words that bring us freedom, words that help us to let go of those hurts and those resentments, and those wounds of the past. Today, we will take one step forward in letting go of those things, that we will allow you to bring us freedom and to restore us. Jesus, there is no sin that you cannot forgive. There is no wound that you cannot heal. So come on, come with your power. Come with your gentle, whispering voice that speaks into the silence of our hearts and that speaks into our lives to to bring us freedom and to bring us truth, that we might receive that healing, that we might receive that release, that you might love us in a new and tender way, and that we might find the gift of life that you alone can offer. Come, O Lord, just come and restore. Come and renew. Come and allow us to be connected more deeply to you and to find our peace and connection with one another. We bring these prayers through the beautiful intercession of our Blessed Mother. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.